At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to Three Yards Per Carry, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon. And welcome to another episode of Three Yards Per Carry. I'm your host, Alf. I have Simon here. Now, do we have Chris? Yeah, I'm here. I decided to join in, uh, you know, this week. Okay. Where where were you last week? Tina Turner Uh, wasn't gigging this week, so he was all right. (laughs) I'll have you know that I was not with Tina. It was it was hollow notes. No, Um, I was taking I was taking a very very difficult test. Did you know that this test, if you were to like put it on like BuzzFeed or and Google or whatever the uh, the most difficult exams in the world. the one, the only ones that consistently come in uh, in front of this test are the um, the All Souls College at at Oxford, uh, the fellowship exam. Say, say which college again? It's it's the All Souls All Souls College at to, Oxford. You have to say that very carefully. Why do I have to say that very carefully? <laughs> because it, Cause it be sounds the like All Souls College. <laughs> <laughs> Well, isn't it? <laughs> Which is definitely not a place. Uh, but that one, that one, and the, and the uh, I think the master sommelier exam is supposed to be uh, more uh, or difficult. And then the um, the Hollow Notes super fan uh, oat eater test uh, is supposed to be more difficult because you have to listen to a lot of Hollow Notes. I think the knowledge is the most difficult, isn't it? Which is learning the to what? be a tax the knowledge, which is the test that you learn to be a taxi driver in London. And you have to know <laughs> it's true. You have to know every single road, every single road, and you spend years learning every single road. So you see guys going around on mopeds with maps, and they literally just stop off on every single road because you're supposed to be able to get into a cab in London, and somebody will say, "Yeah, Everdale Street in uh, Clapham." Well, that's going. That's going together. by the wayside now that uh, now that England's keeping everybody to 300 cans of beer per day. Yeah, like and, what uh, is that about? No more, Simon. no more designated drivers or taxi cab rides. The, I mean, the UK is rationing beer now. What is that? Well, I, mean, I mean, it's not. It's 300 cans per person per day. First of all, nobody drinks cans because we're not pirates. And secondly, <laughs> who drinks three? I don't drink 300 cans in three years. Well, that's. Well, that's a sad one for me, to be honest with you. Okay. We should we should change the name of the pod to 300 cans per uh, day. Unbelievable. But, but but why is this making news everywhere? Because there's nothing else going on in the world. <laughs> Evidently. Is the entire world in the off-season right now? Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> the World Cup's on, so that's the most important thing. Yes, yes, yes. And Germany is out, which uh, one half of my bet is gone. I still have France. I know. 
Yeah. I listened to the pod last week. I'm gone for one week, and you turn this uh, this podcast into three scores per game <laughs> instead of uh, three yards per carry. It's the most exciting thing that's happening in the world. Yes. Yeah. So what did, you make last, what did you make a last week? What did you make a last week's podcast, Chris? Well, I'll have you know that I can absolutely run a forty-yard dash. Okay. I don't know how much time it'll take, but you know I can run it. Could so, you run it in under forty seconds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a little bit of training. I don't know. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to get your forty-yard dash times. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> now, could you? What be- do you think it'd be? What do- could you beat What Zeus do you think too? you would run? What do you think you would run? Under five seconds. Under five? You think you can get under five? Yeah. Really? Truly. With your injury history. I tore an ACL once about 20 years ago. <laughs> and, you <laughs> could exactly. run, and you could run sub five, 40. Yeah. On a yeah, track or on grass? Whatever. Off a cliff. On a people mover at the airport. I think it, I, I think could, it, I think you could run it, you know, under five under five seconds. Like if somebody pushed you out of a plane, I think I could, could run do under that. five seconds in the forty on really? whatever you or whatever surface. Truly, this, we need this video. has to happen. Yeah, this we need video because that is a claim. That is a hell of a claim. Cool, I'll record it, <laughs> and then you guys can apologize. Okay, if you prove you us me, wrong, if you, you prove can send us me wrong, cans of beer. Yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, send uh, we'll send you. Yeah, we'll send yeah, you the we'll... you know the the two hundred and ninety eight that you would need to complete your three hundred for the day. Cool, yeah. cool. It sounds, it certainly, it sounds like you've got a microphone in your throat. Highland spring water, mate. <laughs> oh man! So, what did you make of everything we talked about last week, Chris? I think, uh, I mean, Ethan uh, spoke a lot about the whole anti Miami thing. I thought he, thought he brought up good points uh, but right. when you, so, when so you, you look at you, you're asked a question about how the pot and you bring up the guy that comes on and mention the actual the guys that you, you work with every week well you know he he, he called me bastard <laughs> he called me tom brady so uh um which uh which means that i've got to get back at him somehow but. alf man did you hear that licking up to the licking the ass of the boss there oh yeah. ethan was great ethan yeah. was brilliant he came on and did so much great stuff <laughs> no mention of you know two so-called friends <laughs> two so-called friends that spent the entire first half of the episode ripping the shit out of me <laughs> i think you misheard you know I, you know <laughs> I was one listening of the, twitter to the wrong podcast one of the twitter questions which i can't find right now but the guy wrote in uh this week wondering if ck parrot was going to be on the show this week and i said yes and he said Great. I can't wait to hear his Fine Young Cannibals review. <laughs> now, wow. here's a question. Have you seen Did Fine Young Cannibals make it to America? Did they? Yeah, they have made it yeah, to America. Yeah, they were big here. Yeah, they were big here. Really? Yeah, yeah. I remember them being big. Have you Rolling seen gift. them Have you seen them Have you seen them live, Chris? I have not seen them live. I think uh I think maybe I've seen Foghat. Oh, who? <laughs> Fog hat? You just made that up. <laughs> Isn't that? Aren't they the ones who do slow ride? Take it easy. Uh-huh. That one, right? Uh, oh my so, yeah. god! <laughs> that sounds absolutely terrible. <laughs> I think they just play that the, the whole concert, really. Well, when we get back, 
we're going to get to the meat of the show, which is not much of a show because, you know. I don't think this show has much meat, do you think? There, this is the <laughs> no. meat. This is the vegan show. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a <laughs> vegan version of the show because there's not much news if you've noticed, okay? But when we do get back, we will hit you with a little bit of news. But first, a word from a sponsor. A word from one of our new sponsors. That sponsor is Miss-Inc.com. That's Miss-Inc.com. They are social media problem solvers. They do social media marketing and content writing. We are using them right now. They've been in business for 10 years, and they believe in a personal, customized approach to marketing, so they only represent businesses that are serious about taking their visibility to the next level. Social media marketing requires much more than just a blog or profiles on a website like Facebook or Twitter. It takes a smart strategy and a daily interactive focus. Miss Inc. has been leveraging social media for Miami businesses since 2008. They don't believe in cookie cutter strategies or in boxing your business in with others in your industry. Here's how you check them out. Go to miss-inc.com or call 305-537-6465. All right, we're back. And if there is any news this week, which there really isn't, and this is this is pretty weak, uh, I'll be honest. But our friend Pete Prisco uh, was on with... Wait, Austin. how is he our friend? Are you sucking up to him now? <laughs> oh, he's not going to be our friend after the show. After after we talk about this, that's for sure. Um, he was on Hawkman and Crowder, and he said one or two things that were kind of interesting. That based on his sources, uh, one of the things he said is that uh, the reason the Miami Dolphins did not use the no huddle was because Jarvis Landry didn't like it. He wasn't good at it, and he didn't want to run it, and so Adam Gaze relented and didn't run it, uh, which I found interesting personally. Um, I know that Simon was uh, was particularly interested in this. Um, I wasn't interested at all, dear listener. <laughs> But I found it interesting in that it seemed like a little bit of a missing puzzle piece because I was I talked about it on the show before. Ryan Tannehill's passer rating in the no huddle was pretty awesome. It was in the hundreds, and and his passer rating, you know, elsewise was uh, was not as good. And they used the no huddle extensively for only about two games in 2016, and then they gave it up. And they seemed to give it up ostensibly because Ryan Tannehill t- you know, threw one pick to Jamar Taylor um, and or he threw another pick but his arm was hit like as he threw it and that said so that doesn't really that doesn't really count but uh, we always wondered why why give this up especially if he was uh, Ryan Tannehill was having like a 110 passer rating or something like that in, um, in the no huddle and if Jarvis Landry is the answer to that question well that would start to make a little bit more sense you know the especially considering Adam Gase had that meltdown where he basically called out Ajayi and Landry for not uh, studying the playbook and not, not taking this seriously. And, um, and, and then there's some friction, obviously, between Jarvis Landry and Ryan Tannehill lately, and, and maybe you know, Landry's blaming some of the communication problems on Tannehill. Maybe Tannehill's blaming, you know, who knows? But um, but I thought it was an interesting note from Prisco. I don't know what uh, what what Alf thought. Um, Simon, uh, you can you can go take a bathroom break. I think. Yeah, I have no comment. <laughs> yeah, I would like I would like to proclaim Jarvis Landry dead to the podcast already, because we've beaten him up and pumped him up and then pumped him down and talked about him way too much for the last two months. And this is just the latest story. 
that was probably fed to him by somebody who doesn't probably like him too much. And we we really have no way of verifying if this is true or not. All we know is that it didn't get done. It didn't happen. So, you know, who do we blame? Yeah. So obviously blame the guy who's not here. That's what yeah. that sounds like. You know, That's what we did last week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So... Yeah, he's pretty much yeah. It, it's pretty much old news already. Those all those rehabs. You know we're gonna talk about him again. You know he's gonna get and get himself in the news again. Jarvis Landry can't help himself. He's gonna say some other stupid shit. He's gonna say that Adam Gase is an asshole, or he's gonna say that. Well, if he said you know, that, that'd be cool. Like that's a podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know we could do fifty-five like, minutes. Boy, that would be great. Adam Gase is an yeah, we'll get fifty minutes out of that one. Yeah. By the way, did you guys see that video that? That was straight-up football porn. I don't know if you saw it. The video of Minka Fitzpatrick and Mike Gusecki on MiamiDolphins.com and also on their Twitter feed. Yeah, I saw it. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. But... Yeah, well, it's pretty good. Uh, what you can see on there is Mike Gusecki actually getting the better of a lot of people in that secondary, and one of them being Minka Fitzpatrick. I know we're going to talk, or you, you guys are going to talk, because I'm not going to talk about it, um, about uh, social media in a sec. Uh, and I would just like to say that although the Dolphins are a wallowing franchise, uh, a franchise wallowing in mediocrity on the field, the social media team is the best. Uh, and in fact, it is not only is it the best in the NFL, it's also one of the best in world sports in terms of what they do and the work that they do. Absolutely. Um, it is. Uh, I mean, I'm ge- I genuinely mean this. It is a phenomenal operation, and the guys that run it just do an absolutely outstanding job. And we're not sucking up to people when we say this. We're not. You know, we don't have a. We have no horse in this race beyond being Miami Dolphins fans. But the social stuff that they do is exemplary, and working in sport as I have done for many years, it leads the field in terms of, you know, the content that they put out there. So um, whilst I have no interest in um, Dick Emery's report that you're going to talk about in a sec, I um, I, uh, I will say that that, uh, that aspect of what the Dolphins do is uh, second to none. So kudos to whoever it is that does it. Absolutely. And, and even their, their, their video production with their, their mic'd up stuff, like nobody else yeah, does that. It's, it's all great. Yeah, it's it's like it's like really really well done. Like it's a great attention to detail, and as somebody who appreciates like really good production, like they're tops. Like I don't think anybody's better, and I, and especially I follow a lot of NBA teams to try to see what they were doing. At one point, certain teams like the Atlanta Hawks and the Miami Heat were kind of leading the field as far as their social media production, and the Miami Dolphins have completely overtaken both. I think it's generally impressive i I follow them on on twitter and you know and and watch all the videos pretty much that they put out they're putting out like six videos a day at times it seems like and and it's pretty uh it's pretty impressive coverage um i think that yeah they're they're handling a social media and they're putting out of content that way is really good um there are some things you know we we talk about what things that the heat does um in terms of uh, in terms of content uh, and writing and and analytics and stuff like that 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 they put out that sometimes I do wish the Dolphins would uh, get a little more heavy into that 
but um, but otherwise, the actual handling of social media and and putting out video content and and practice footage and stuff like that is is fantastic. Simon mentioned it already, but I'm going to mention it in passing. There was a study done this week by Michael Lewis, the Emory study, where he Michael, determined... Michael Lewis, as in um, Moneyball, Michael Lewis. That Michael Lewis. That's, that's been... more interesting than the study. <laughs> okay, he did the study, and it was. Ranking from 1 to 32, the best fan bases in the NFL. Now, obviously, number one was the Cowboys, that he says. Patriots, number two. Eagles, number three. Giants, number four. Steelers, number five. And that's the top five. The Dolphins are number 14. Last is the Titans. From the bottom up, Titans, Rams, Chiefs, Jaguars, Browns. You guys got have this list in front of you. What did you make of it, Chris? What, what surprised you? I don't know that anything really surprised me about it because I'm not sure that I had really expectations about it. But the road equity is the thing that didn't surprise me as much because we have it just seems like we have a lot of displaced Dolphins fans and uh, everywhere out there in NFL land. And so we take over stadiums at times. I mean, when the San Diego when we played uh, not the San Diego Chargers, but um, the L.A. Chargers uh, in that uh, in that stadium. What what city was that in? It was it was it was in a different Be- place. Berlin. What's that? Berlin. Berlin. <laughs> Belfast. <laughs> I'm not sure we're, Otto, I'm not Ottawa. sure Dolphins fans would be able to take that over. <laughs> but we did take over the Chargers stadium, and uh, now we do have we have listeners on the podcast in in Germany and Berlin. We have, we have two in Belarus. Right? Nice. Do you know what the capital of Belarus is? I have no idea. Oh, I didn't know it existed on. until I just said that. I mean, how can you not know? It's a former Russian, formerly part of Russia. Belarus, formerly part of Russia. I mean, it's, it's, it's Belarus. Is it Kiev? It? Oh. No, it's not Kiev. That's Ukraine, <laughs> you moron. <laughs> Minsk. <laughs> Minsk. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. right. What's the coach. capital of uh, What's the capital of Latvia? The capital one of, of the, Latvia, one of the Baltic states. Latvia, Stan. Latvia, Stan. Riga. No, that's Riga? It. You're googling that's that. You're googling it. There's no way you pull Riga out without googling it. You fucking donut. My Google machine works as good as yours. I thought Jesus Christ was a better guess. <laughs> it was closer. Riga, you didn't have a fucking clue. No, I this was not. a fun. This was a fun game until you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Latvia, like really? Have you been to Latvia, by the way? I have. Riga is a beautiful city. Really? And genuinely, it's a great city. It's a really good. It's a. It's a really good, fun, cool. European city. It's also a kind of a stag do venue for for people who are getting married in this country because it's uh-huh. cheap. There you go. All right. no, there you go. That's the episode this week, guys. So uh... <laughs> there are six hundred forty-one thousand four hundred twenty-three people living in Riga. Here are six hundred forty-one thousand four hundred twenty-three reasons why you should be listening to the rest of the Five Reasons Network. This week on the Five Reasons Podcast, join for a wide-ranging, fun, and funny interview with Udonis Haslam of the Miami Heat. I remember growing up, you know, I used to stay in um, Lake Nassar Apartments. There. Now they call it Crystal Lake. You know, this is in Kara I moved around a little bit, and I remember being at the park, 
And, um, you know, I got into it with this little kid and he punched me in the mouth and ran and knocked my tooth out. And I, I couldn't find him. I was so pissed off. I couldn't find him. He ran, he knocked my tooth out and ran. And I went home and my dad, my tooth was knocked down. He saw me crying. And he told me if I don't come home, if I don't go outside and find that kid and kick his ass, if I come home, I'm going to get my ass whooped by him. I looked for that kid for three hours and when I found him, I kicked his ass. Check out that interview and much more on the Five Reasons podcast available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Chris Joseph, and right next to me is Slim. And we run this podcast called The Balls Cast that's right here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Yeah, man, you should have heard of us by now. Sure, and we're very funny, and we're very charming, and we're very talented. So you should listen to us every week. In fact, we have all these kinds of segments like Don't Be an Asshole, where we talk about you shouldn't be an asshole. We have Beans Up Top, where we talk about sex and sexual relationships and how you, be, how you can be better at that kind of thing. Yeah. We also have all kinds of cool guests we had uh, the president of the Dolphins. What's his name? Tom Garfinkel, asshole. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jesus. We had David Sampson on. We have good guests on this yeah. show, and we're funny, and we have parody songs, and we have skits and sketches. It's great. And we have cool-ass fucking giveaways, man. Yes! Fuck, we're going to have free wakeboarding sessions. Yeah, some giving really, away some... really cool stuff coming up. Yeah. This promo is probably way too long. Nobody probably. wants to hear it anymore. They've already fast-forwarded <laughs> through it. Fuck this shit. Well, then you deserve to win the stuff if you've listened to this long. Seriously. Actually, if you can, fi if you film yourselves listening to this entire promo, we're going to give you some shit. Some free shit. Do it. Film it and, and tweet it at us. We'll suck your dicks. No, we won't. I'll suck your dick. Yes, you will. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas, and here at Heat Beat, we talk all things Miami Heat, from the absurd... The last time I saw Dion, I want to say it was like early March, he was hanging out in the locker room, and he looked like he put on a few pounds, <laughs> so I know you guys are all excited about that. <laughs> to the serious. Wayne Ellington, in particular, was just getting caught on a screen for multiple seconds, and that just that puts so much strain on the rest of the defense. With guests ranging from some guy on Twitter named Kevin to ESPN hosts like George Sedano, we have a little something for everyone and anyone. Check us out every week here at the Five Reasons Podcast Network, or find us on Twitter at MIAHeatBeat for all our updates, pods, and videos. I want to introduce you to the newest podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. It is a soccer podcast. It's called Pitch Invasion. My name is Chris Whittingham. I'll be hosting it throughout the World Cup, and then we'll continue after the World Cup. But right now, we're focused on the World's Tournament. It is 32 teams battling it out for one trophy. I'll be recapping the games basically after every two days' worth of action. So every other day, we'll be putting on a podcast, recapping all the latest action, talking about all the major storylines. We'll get some guests on, and we'll have a great time talking about this World Cup. It's been really fun so far, so you're going to want to check out Pitch Invasion. Subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to part three of Three Yards Per Carry. I lied before the break. There weren't really 6,406, whatever I said, 641,423 reasons. There's just one reason. And essentially, it's all the great content that you've just heard um, that the guys do, that we do uh, as part of the network and all the good stuff that's coming in uh, later on in the year. Now, um, because there's literally nothing to talk about, um, and because Alf ruined our European Capital Cities competition, um, which was going so well until he cheated. Um, Regal. 
Rigo. Oh, Riga, Riga. Riga, not Ringo. You're thinking of the fourth, the, the drummer from the Beatles. Yeah, the worst Beatle. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, <laughs> Ringo is the worst Beatle. He was the worst Beatle. What's yeah. your favorite Beatles song? Wow, my favorite Beatles song. Helter Skelter, maybe? Right, Chris? Man you probably Eater. don't like the Beatles. Man Eater? <laughs> Did you say? <laughs> Did you say Man Eater? <laughs> Oh my God! What's wrong with you, lot? Is is while my guitar gently weeps? Is that technically a Beatles song, or is that George Harrison? That, that's that's George Harrison, mate. Okay, he did, he had no help. I thought Paul McCartney worked on that song. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I asked you what your favorite fucking Beatles song was, not how long you know what Paul McCartney had for breakfast. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to get into some existential debate about how much work you. he did on. A Hall and Oates track. You teased it. You teased it. Now I want to know what Paul McCartney had for breakfast. Uh, eggs and bacon. Hmm. Is, well, I don't know what he had for breakfast. So your favorite Beatles song is Man Eater by <laughs> Hall and Oates. We've established that. And actually, it's not even the best version. The Nelly Furtado version is the best version. Oh, um, oh boy. Uh, wow. Yeah, I, I can't mean, come believe on. I just heard that on my podcast. I'm sorry, I'm out. Oh, it's your po- oh look at Mister <laughs> Mister fucking Billy Big Bollocks over here. It's my <laughs> podcast now, Al. Did you hear that? Yeah, Billy Wasn't Big it, Bollocks. Did, yeah, didn't even didn't even fucking tip up last week. No. Now it's it's my podcast. Okay, I hope Tina Turner was worth it. <laughs> or fine young cannibals. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Um, favorite. So, genuinely, what's your favorite Beatles song, Chris? Is, okay, is 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 yesterday actually just Paul McCartney, or is it actually is is no, Beatles? It's the Beatles yeah, song. Okay, because I, I know that. I mean, it, there's a in music theory class. There was a there was a nice bit about about the scale that he sort of invented for that song, and I, I was I was liked it. You know, what, I'm going to change my, I'm going to change my answer because I just I was started playing a song in my head, and my favorite Beatles song is A Day in the Life. Yeah, well, I mean, you're both, you're both wrong because okay. it's Eleanor yeah. Rigby, but that's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah Eleanor Rigby's a hell of a song too. Oh, well, lady. You yeah. what? Did you know that? Did you know that? I mean, I'm sorry, listeners, but there's fuck all to talk about. <laughs> did you know that Boy, McCart- this, is Lennon, going, this is going really well? That Lennon and McCartney. No, we're just kind of taking them on a cultural journey this yes. week. Did you know that Lennon and McCartney used to go? Odyssey. Did you know they used to go and sunbathe in a? Um, they used to go and sunbathe in a graveyard, and in that graveyard was the grave of a Miss Eleanor Rigby, and subconsciously, the name Eleanor Rigby, because they were in there so often, it just became. So when McCartney was writing a song, this particular song, that name that they'd subconsciously seen on the graveyard where they on the gravestone where they'd gone to sunbathe for week after week after month after month over a long, long period of time in their friendship. Really? I never, knew, I never knew that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And also, apparently, um, there's another gravestone very nearby, potentially even next to, but certainly in the vicinity of Father Mackenzie, who was the, the yeah. other half of the song. Right. So there you go. Look, you learn something new every day. You don't and I like how of... I like how that's the most interesting thing about that story, not the fact that they were sunbathing in a graveyard. Yeah, 
But graveyards yeah. are quiet, aren't they? And are I you understand that. Right. Simon, said, Simon, have you recreated the the the, the graveyard? The, no, the the cover of Abbey Road. <laughs> I haven't. No, you haven't? haven't. And why not? No. And where is that, by the way? It's in Liverpool. It's it's my friend. My friend uh, Helen lives very close to, to Abbey Road. It's um, no, no, sorry, Abbey Road's in London. Um, I was thinking of something else. Um, only because I watched that McCartney thing last week with James Corden when they went to Penny Lane. So Penny Lane is, where, is in Liverpool, very close to where my friend Helen lives. Abbey Road is in London, which is where the studios are. And that's, yes, uh, I mean, that's, you, can, you literally can't, you literally cannot stand on that crossing because everybody is standing on that crossing having a photograph. Oh, that was going to be my ne- that, that's going to be my next question. If that was just an American tourist thing, or, or oh no, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a thing. I mean, it's a, you know, it's actually a, I mean, it's a thing that people do. You know, it's a it's a major London tourist attraction, really. I mean, it's northwest London, um, and yeah, I mean, every every day there are people. I think it's in Camden, actually, kind of the Camden Westminster border. But every day there are people there, lining up to you know, which is a ball lake if you're driving through, and then you've got six hundred Japanese tourists taking photos with their Nikon cameras while you're um, you're trying to get to trying to get to the supermarket and. You've still got 300 of them to go to have the photograph taken. But, yeah, there you go. A little bit of Beatles facts for you there, listeners. Pop pickers. Right. Anyway, enough of the Beatles. Um, although we could do a Where Are They Now for the fifth Beatle. Remember his name? No. Uh, Pete Best. Pete Best. Look at you. You didn't even have time to Google that. No. You, you cheated when it came to European capitals, which we could still be doing now if you hadn't cheated. But let's music. do a little. I didn't hear keystrokes. I know let's music. Do a, let's do a little bit of our other favorite game, which is where are they now? Which ended a little bit in tragic circumstances two weeks ago when we discovered <laughs> sort of back to back to back that three players had died, two of whom we didn't even know had died, including one of my favorite players of the uh, of an era, which was Jarvis. That, that safety combo of Lewis Oliver and Jarvis Williams. Yes. Uh, and, and then Jarvis Williams had died. I mean, who knew that Jarvis Williams had Who was better? Who was better for one year? Their 1992 Jarvis Williams, Lewis Oliver, or 1994 Michael Stewart and Gene Atkins? Oh, the first two. But Oliver wasn't. Oliver was a first round pick, wasn't he? Yeah. He was the 25th pick, overall pick, I think, out of <gasps> Houston. But he wasn't the sum of his Florida, parts. Florida. Williams, he went to Florida. Uh, Florida. Of course he did. Yes. They both went to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, Williams was a significantly better player. Oliver was flashier and a big hitter. Yes. But didn't have great range, and whereas Williams was the kind of the cerebral. Williams was a bit like a big hitting Jeremiah Bell. Yes, kind of. He was that kind of that kind of player. Whereas Oliver was that kind of flashy, big hitter, kind of big personality, but actually, you know, wasn't uh, you know didn't kind of match up to the sum he of should, his parts. He should have been well. playing linebacker. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. So anyway, this week I'm going to kick off with. In fact, I found two players, and now they both just totally disappeared. Who knows what Otis Leverett? Remember Otis? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. I remember defensive, Otis. Defensive end, six seven. Seventh round pick. Sixth round pick in two thousand and one out of UAB. Yeah. Played for us, the Redskins, the Chargers, the Forty ers What does? If I remember this, right, he was like you know, I mean, he was built. He was like statuesque. Yeah, he was a big guy. It was what yeah. did I say? He was six foot. So he was six seven. Yeah, six seven. Jeez. 265 pounds. I mean, that's a big human being in anybody's book. 
Any ideas what Otis Leverett is doing these days? House painter. He's not, he's not a house painter, no. <laughs> okay. Well, six six foot dis- seven. I mean, that's he, could, a, he could reach yeah. some hard to reach places as a house painter. I'm, yeah. I just found some. Well, keep thinking. I just found somebody. Keep thinking like <laughs> like we don't know what he does. Uh, are, are, are we are, are we you, trying to find him live? Like you, I'm trying make to find some him. calls. Are you, are you giving up? Yeah, it's obviously. A, yes, wait, wait, wait. Okay, well, okay. Chris has so, to have a guess. All right, I got I got I got to have a pretty good one here. Um, I mean, he's not going to be a dog catcher because this know, isn't. He, this is overly work out as a professional athlete. So this isn't overly creative in terms of what he does. But no, oh, is he yeah. an insurance adjuster? No, he he runs a fitness center. Oh, so he helps mold athletes to be better athletes. So right on. Yeah. Right, Amari he's Lowe. Not, he's not dead though. He is alive. And well, well, then we're, we're getting God. off to a better start than we got to uh, a couple weeks ago. Absolutely, Amari Lowe, oh, fifth rounder out of Washington, two thousand two. Mm-hmm. What does he do now? I remember him clearly. Everybody thought he was going to be so good. He right now is a high school coach. He's not uh, okay. Okay, then I'm going to say he's a licensed psychotherapist. <laughs> You're not even. I mean, what? He's not. A licensed psychotherapist. More's the pity, <laughs> frankly. Any other guesses? Um, is he in finance? No. No? Um, okay. Uh, uh, car salesman. Children's birthday parties. <laughs> oh, so he's a birthday clown. No, he, he's not really. He's not really. He works for a security company. But you, for, for a split he, second... He does security at children's birthday parties? For, yeah, that would be the best story of all. But for a split second, that's what you thought. Yeah, absolutely. You, you had me. Uh, hello. Yeah. Right. Oh, no. We are doing children's this, birthday parties. We are literally doing this one live, okay? So, because that's the amount of prep I've been able to do this evening. Do you want one more? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I love this. Okay. Give me, oh, give me I mean, 38 more to fill up the rest of this podcast. <laughs> right. right. Just, again, talk about you. You're going to have to do a little bit of work here to talk about yourselves for a little while. I want to. I want to know. I want, remember. Do you remember Gray Rugerman? I do remember oh, Gray yeah, Rugerman. I remember him. He was. Good. Do you want me to that find was, out? He bit. He bit. He did. He bit right. a pig's Cow's ball. Testicle. He's the testicle biter. Yes, he is. Mm. All right. Let's find out what Gray Rugerman does. I think well, I looked this up the other day. Obviously, he bites pigs' testicles off. That's what he does. I mean, that's not a job, though, is it? It could be. No, like, it's do more you know like anybody else in the world that does that? He could charge. You know how much he can charge? If you need your pig's testicles bitten off, you hire Rugerman. He looks old now. He's gray. He was gray <laughs> when he played. He lived He lived a pretty hard life. I don't know if you read the story about biting the testicles. On. I did, yeah. So he was the third round pick. He was our third round pick in, in, in 1999. Tim Roddy's uh, backup. The Steelers, the Patriots, the Packers, the Giants, and the Seahawks. Do you know he... How many Super Bowls did Gray Rugerman win? I'm gonna, I'm that, he has, that he has two. any is pretty he amazing. He did win two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. One with the Patriots, one with the... He wasn't on that Seahawks team, was he? he no, was. he wasn't on that. No, two was with he? the Patriots. Oh, two, yeah, with the uh, two with the Patriots. Oh, I remember him with the Patriots now. Hmm. Do you want to know... Do you want to know something? <laughs> this is borderline disgusting, but apparently... <laughs> oh, this is borderline disgusting. Apparently, when he was in the NFL, every season he'd keep all his toenail clippings... And the shavings of his calluses from his feet in a cup. And if anybody messed with him and he deemed it necessary, he would put the cup of toenail clippings and callus shavings into the personal belongings or into the drink or into the lunch of that particular person. 
This guy's great. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. And we got to find out what this guy does for a living. Okay, Keep I'm going to go ahead and say that he's in prison. I think he's in jail because somebody <laughs> found bodies in his house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. He is in jail. You oh, I'm right. It. No, he's not in jail. Oh, he is not in jail, but I do know what he does. Okay. Wow. Right. He is the Green Bay Packers Director of Player Engagement. Oh, nice. He's a Director of Player so Engagement. So he's still putting yeah. toenail clippings and stuff and people's stuff. Almost certainly. Awesome. Almost certainly. Who knew? Well, you got another one for us, Simon? I mean, like f- get find some us. Twitter questions. Find us, give us one more name, and I will. Um, well, let's do a qu- Twitter question while Simon looks one up. That's a good idea. That's a good All right, idea. let me give I you one Twitter know. question. Do you want a serious one or a one a little bit more off the wall? Well, given how serious this podcast has been this week, I think uh, <laughs> clearly we, might, we have want to lighten the, might want to lighten the mood a little bit. Okay, uh, this is from Matthias at Weak Nerd. That's his real name. Did you just at- call him Matthias? This is not Matthias. Not Matthias. Uh, no, it's it's. It's M A T T H I S. So Matthias. 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 Yes. Okay. At weak nerd. Or yeah, I mean that's that... just weak nerd. Uh, that <laughs> is Weck the weak nerd. nerd way to sp- way to pronounce that. Weck nerd. Uh, w e c k n e r d. Weck nerd. Okay. I mean, that just sounds you, like you. If you could get any guest on the podcast, who would it be, and what would you talk about, Simon? Um. Uh. Any guest from any walk of life. Well, oh, wow. he doesn't say a dolphin, so he just says That's any true. guest on the podcast, wow, that, and what would you just made it about? so much tougher. Um, it, it would either be, it would probably be Michelle Obama or Barack Obama, just because they're just, I mean, and, and I'm sorry to everybody who's a Republican, but for me, just outstanding human beings would love to have a conversation with the pair of them. I think that would be a, you know, kind of dream dinner table, you know, you have that dinner table guest thing. The Obamas would absolutely be up there as kind of people i'd have and what would you talk about everything about I mean, how great they are well yeah and how you know all sorts i mean what could, i mean christ what couldn't you talk about you probably wouldn't want to talk about gray rugerman's pastimes yeah yeah um so yeah i think it would probably be the obamas if it was a dolphin i think ah oh, this is con- i can't say the con- i can't say the controversial thing i can't go there Wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now I now I have to know this. I can't say it on air. I we'll mean, cut obvious, it. No. Don't cut it. We'll cut it. You can't. I would I would choose I would choose either Jason Taylor or Mark Clayton, I think. But I wouldn't choose the obvious choice. I mean I'm just gonna leave it at that. Okay. Well, who's the obvious choice? The obvious choice not, is Dan Marino. Demetrius Underwood? Okay. Lawrence Phillips? Is that why by, you're ashamed? By the way, if I can find this person that I'm looking for, this will be an, a doozy, as you it's guys It's Cecil said. Collins, isn't it? It's Cecil Collins, and you're he's ashamed in, of it. He's still in prison, the Diesel. I went to see him play. No, I think he he's, came out. I think he's out. He's out. He's out. Is he out? Yeah, he's out. He's out. I went to see his first game, a Monday night game, against the Bills, and the Dolphins lost 24-19. Brock Marion returned a punt for a touchdown. Um, it poured down with rain. Um and there was a man with a diesel can on his head sat near me. And all he did throughout the game was go, wham, wham, wham. And Collins had like five carries for 11 yards or something. And the, this guy looked right twat. Typical I think he thought I think he thought he was going to run for like 300 yards like he did against, like he did against Takeo Spikes, you know, when they played Auburn in, uh, in Death Valley. Uh, that incredible game where he just ran wild. And I think that's what he thought was going to happen. It was like, you know, well, he only one carry. Had like 
three games in college. Yeah, yeah. you think so? And then he crapped in somebody's apartment or whatever no, it was. No, that was that <laughs> was that, you, you got the wrong guy. That's Najee Davenport. That that that. Yeah, didn't Cecil Collins crap in somebody else? Somebody no, else? He, C- no, Collins? he masturbated no. in front of somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he a phantom? Yeah, I thought it was a phantom crapper as well. No, no, no. Uh, like they threw him in jail. His offense was slightly, slightly worse. Yes, slightly. Yeah, just slightly. Just slightly. Yeah. All right, Chris, yours. Uh, well, I'm gonna go with the dolphin here because opening it up to everybody, non-dolphins, is just too damn hard. I'm gonna go with Zach Thomas, and we would just talk about how awesome he is. From and we'd also drink. Okay. And and be merry. Okay, if I could interview anybody on the podcast. Okay. Anybody on the podcast, like me or Simon? Yeah, probably you. Okay. Although we kind of do that every week. That's but, the obvious choice. But go on. But if I'm gonna pick a, if I'm gonna pick somebody from real life, you know what? I just don't find people interesting. What about not real life? Okay, not real life is sports. Okay, because I'm, you know, I'm talking about outside life. Outside life, I just, yeah. I, I really don't find anybody interesting. About, like, so I wouldn't want to talk to anybody. So as far as, as far as a world of fiction, as far as a dolphin, Larry Zonko. Go on. Can I say then? Salma Hayek, Jennifer Lawrence. You can say it. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, and what the hell am I going to talk with them about? And how repulsed Whatever. they are by me asking them, you know, lecherous questions? That's what the what's that's what we're going to talk about. Can you not have intelligent conversation with a woman without being lecherous? <laughs> Do you really want me to answer that question? Trick question. Uh, yeah, trick question. Course. Don't answer. I don't know. Like, what what are you going to talk about with, with them about the World Cup? I mean, I mean, they're. I mean, Salma Hayek's one of the about eleven richest women in the world. Is she? Uh, yeah. And also uh, an Oscar-winning actress. I, mean, I reckon you could find something she to talk be, to. She yeah. would be interesting to have. Like Selma Hayek won an Oscar. Yeah, for um for Frida. Really, I, I didn't know yeah, she won for her that portrayal of Frida Kahlo. I think she won an Oscar, or she certainly won. She either won a Golden Globe or an Oscar. I think she won an Oscar. Won an Oscar in your heart. Jennifer Lawrence won an Oscar for Silver Linings Playbook, nominated mm-hmm. for Winter's Bone. Um, I just Johansson. get the feeling that Scarlett Johansson wouldn't actually be all that interesting at dinner. Oh, trust me. <laughs> trust trust okay. you. Like this is happening. Frida. Do you know when the hell Frida was? Okay, Frida nominated, 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 oh, nominated. Like she received four thousand nominations. There you go. Well, oh. She didn't win an Oscar. Oh. Then. But, but she did not so. win. But she oh. did win uh, a couple of um, film festival awards. Okay. She won the Golden Camera for Best International Actress. Well, that's even more prestigious. Okay. She also sang the song in that movie, La Bruja. Oh, she did. did you know that she has a connection to sports, Alma Hayek? No, I had no idea. She is the owner of a fairly prestigious French uh, football team, Rennes. Uh, and she uh, goes as often as possible. Her and her husband own Rennes Football Club. And, um, yeah, she's a massive football fan. Wow, Soccer she... fan, as you, as you clowns call it. But, yeah, <laughs> and she's from. Very are you close. gonna Are you gonna tell us what John Nalbone does or what? Yeah, I know. Okay, I thought we were just like shooting the shit now. Cecil <laughs> Collins, okay, is You're out on the of prison. Job, Simon. Dave Hyde did a story with him, but unfortunately, and this is no bullshit, they've just changed the rules about um about uh, uh something. It's too late for me to think of the actual verbiage. But data protection, they've just changed data protection rules in Europe. And currently the Sun Sentinel <laughs> hasn't signed up to the new data protection rules. So I can't actually read Dave Hyde's story about what it is that Cecil Collins now does. I do know that he is no longer known as the Diesel and he's happily <coughs> ensconced in family life. So, oh, good for him. 
I don't know what he's doing work-wise, but he's definitely uh, he's definitely out of the slammer, and he is no longer the diesel. So I wonder what that guy who bought the diesel can and put it on his head and went wah wah <laughs> for eleven yards. <laughs> to be honest with you, when, when we drafted him, I thought he was going to be great. I thought he was going to play here for fifteen years. Oh, he so is not. now he is now the biggest Kalen Balage fan you will find. Yes, yes. I doubt that's true because I know somebody who's much, much, <laughs> much. So, Nathan Strickwerder. Oh, boy. Do you remember, do you remember him? That no. sounds that no, sounds. I do not up. remember him. Do you not remember him? He was a center. He was a center out of Northwestern. Out of Northwestern. There you go. Somebody okay. else has been Googling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Nathan that should be the entire podcast. Just like <laughs> just me you, going, giving, ooh, ooh. you giving little British like, you know, exclamations. Offender tracking information system. He's been inside. What? Oh. Michigan DOC arrest records for Nathan Strickwerder. Oh, we're not slandering somebody on the podcast, are we? No, How can you slander him? He's in this prison. Is not a legend. He is in Hudsonville prison. Oh. He has no aliases, no marks, scars, or tattoos. His prison sentence is active. Second, oh my god! I'm, I'm, I better make sure this is the right person. Maybe, because... maybe we ought to. Yeah, maybe we ought to cut. cut here. Can you give me? Can you give me the spelling of his last name, please? It can't be him. He was born too late. Oh, phew. Great. You just you just you just, you just so have us on that, the podcast saying that. Yeah. So, ladies and gents, again, somebody else said something fairly slanderous. Uh, wasn't me. oh actually it was me, um, so I apologise to the family of Nathan Strickwerder because um, Nathan new Strickwerder rule, was... new rule we have to do exactly that like ten times a podcast now. What just, just interrupt? Just interrupt and say, ladies and gentlemen, we just had to cut another part because <laughs> apparently, according to the internet, Nathan Strickwerder, who was our sixth round. Okay, this is fascinating. Former cat, former Northwestern center, Nathan Strickwerder, has since dropped the Werder, and his name is now Nathan Strick. Okay, that's a regular the guy reader, that I found. A regular reader drops a line from England, where he currently works, to comment that while he's been out of football for 10 years, his brief stint with the Dolphin made him realize the Cats' facilities were actually relatively good. That's in response to one of his former teammates commentating that the Dolphins need, that we need some facilities, facility upgrades to remain competitive. So he is no longer Nathan Strickwerder, he is Nathan Strick. And apparently, according to this, he lives in England. I need to find him. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, this is, this is a mission. Now here's, now, here's something interesting, Simon. I have this little uh, program I have where I do background checks on people. Yep. No. And I could put in a guy's name. And I got three hits, Nathan Strick. And the three guys have very impressive, and I mean impressive, jobs. You ready for them? Do it. And I can tell you which one of these he, he is. Okay, one of them is head of liquidation for the Kraft Heinz company. That's him. Nice. Okay. <laughs> because it says here, currently enrolled in the... Ca- yeah, whilst working full-time, previously spent time with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Vale Resorts, and the Miami Dolphins. There he is. There he is, head of liquidation wow. at the Heinz And the other company. two Nathan Stricks that I have here... Do you think, do okay. you think that means that he's the head one, of... Like- one, owns, one owns charter schools... And the okay. other one is a research scientist for the New York Blood Center. Yeah, that's that's not him. Do you oh. think the head of liquidation is a guy that squeezes down soups, or <laughs> does he go? Does he exterminate human beings? <laughs> yeah, he's the guy that if he walks into your office, you run the other way. You go make coffee, or you make an excuse to go to the lunchroom or something. Because if he shows up, you're fired. He, he actually just, uh, just uses a lot of spreadsheets. And... Yeah. 
I think it's <laughs> hilarious. He's got room firing people, Chris. Ah. Uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're overlooking the big issue here. The big issue is he got rid of the bit. He got rid of the worder bit from his name. Is this related to Edwarder? Did he like get oh, embarrassed no, about some me. of the terrible shit that Edwarder was saying and thought Christ, I can't be associated with that filthy sexist? So, and that is also not slanderous. Damn so we it. won't be cutting that Edward out, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we just had to cut another part of the podcast. We didn't. We left it in. Yeah, Edwarder, no, rampant sexist. <laughs> Stay in, <laughs> sexist, Edwarda. Edwarda's a sexist. All right, I'm keeping... <laughs> He's a sexist, ladies and gentlemen. Ed of Werder. I'm keeping all Ed of, of that in. Ed of Werder, he could be a Game of Thrones character, couldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, little John, come to me. Come and see Ed of Werder and get a raven. Let's go see Ed of Werder. Or you could just on being called Big Finger. Yeah, or you could change his first yeah. name to Dick and be a, a porn star. Oh my god, you always have to take it there. Yes, I do. Come on, we're having a little you Game know, of Thrones was, chat. This was very this was very, you know, gentlemanly, polite conversation until yeah. until somebody had to get a knob gag in. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen. You just com- you just used the word knob and gag on the yeah. same <laughs> right We're coming to, to the end of this podcast. So do you watch Game of Thrones, by the way? Oh well of course. I'm an American. Absolutely. Favorite yeah. Game of Thrones character. Mm. Who do you think? Okay. Three favorite Game of Thrones characters. There you go. Okay, Ooh. three. Okay, if, okay. now it's much more difficult, all right? Well, I'm going to throw Khaleesi in there. You know who number one is, because number one has one of my favorite quotes of, of all time. Of course we know which who is, number one is. Number one has one of the greatest quotes of all time, which is, I drink, so therefore I know things. So oh, okay. Tyrion. I drink, I drink, and I know things. Yes. yes that's the so quote. So Tyrion. Yes, of course. And Khaleesi, because... She's she's just a badass. Yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna say Cal Drago. I'm gonna go off the board. Okay. For number three. Okay. We're going with books. Are we books? Books or uh, or TV no, show? No. TV show. TV show only. In that case, well, you already took Tyrion. That's that's pretty much everybody's favorite. Um, not mine. Not yours. Not yours at all. Uh, the um the the Knight of Onions. The Knight oh, yeah, of the- Onions. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about the smuggler, the smuggler guy. Yeah, okay, okay. I know who it, I know you're talking about now. Mm. I'm gonna go. Simon's got to think about this. I'm gonna go Jorah Mormont. Uh, Love good. Jorah Mormont. I'm gonna go um, Sandor Clegane, and I'm going to go. It, it would have been, it's a battle between Miss and Die and mm-hmm. uh, Melisandre. But I'm gonna go oh, Miss and Die because her hair, her hair wow. is absolutely sensational. Wow, so and the Miss... hound and the hound gets no love on this podcast. The hound, the hound is... is great, but uh, actually, the um, what was the guy? What was the guy's name? Uh, the guy's name from from Dorne that uh, that fought against the mountain and ended up dying. Um, oh, I forgot. I know him from. He Marvel. was. I, no, I the saw, hound. Well, Sander, I've, I've seen the hound. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, Sander Clegane but... is the hound. Oh, yeah. the, his brother was the. Oh wait, you mountain. Said... Okay. I didn't so I chose. Hear you say yeah, Sander. I chose. Yeah, he was the first, He was the second one. Jorah Mormont, Sander Clegane, and Miss and Die. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's a good list. I, I like okay. the um the the guy from Dorne. What was his What was his name? The um the father of the Sand Snakes. Uh, I saw I saw he I saw he and um and uh, the guy who plays Sander Clegane at uh, at Comic Con one year. Nice. And I saw uh, Jason pl- Momoa too. Who? Yeah, uh, Jason Momoa, the guy who played Kyle Drogo. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's a oh, big unit. Yes, he's. He used to be a football player. Did he? 
Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, he was a football player in college. And um, yeah, those guys can drink, man. They were drinking yeah. all all during the day. Do they drink 300 in a day? <laughs> well, I think I think they can. OK, well, we got to be going soon. So I'm going to try to get a little football in here because we've talked That's- about three minutes of football in about a one hour podcast. This and is this is from, podcast. yeah, <laughs> this is one of our, our biggest fans, obviously. His name is Shruli he... Dukeman at The ah. Real Shruli. He's back. The Real Shruli is back. Yes, and he writes, does Gase run any RPO, run pass option, or mm. any of those college schemes, and does it fit with Tannehill? Chris, you can take this one. Uh, he love a bit of shit I've never... <laughs> I've never I, I don't I don't recall seeing any RPOs actually but um but as for college scheme stuff um he he definitely he definitely does run uh some of that I mean he's he's run read option we've seen that um I don't necessarily know that I've seen a lot of uh RPO though but Tannehill would be perfectly suited for that yeah, I, don't, I don't see why not I don't see why why he wouldn't because I mean, um, yeah, he ran some he ran a fair bit of RPO before Gaze arrived didn't he yeah. Well, I know that they did a lot of they did some like read option stuff where it's like, you know, it's read option, but really um, just just keep it, <laughs> you know, and, uh, to be fair, Cutler ran RPO schemes under gaze previously, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yeah. Did uh, up at Chicago? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, didn't I'd he, be surprised. Didn't, didn't he do a couple of those in Miami, though? I was going to say, I was. Just, I'd be surprised if the concept. I mean, I hadn't seen Tannehill do it. He ran. Though. He ran a couple of concepts against the Chargers in the opening yeah. game of the season. That was it. Okay. I, I don't remember okay. seeing much of it after that. I never seen. I never. I haven't. Do you guys remember seeing him? Seeing him do it with Tannehill? Though? I don't. I don't remember I don't him know. doing that at all. It's, it's kind of weird. <sighs> well, before we get out of here, we got one more question, and this one is from Josh Houts at Houts, and he writes. Is he the this, real Josh Houts? Yes. He writes directly to. At CK Parrot, is it true Ryan Tannehill will be drying I mean, his paint it, in this year's ESPN body issue? <laughs> no, uh, because uh, because I will be drying his paint for him. <laughs> oh my god! I cut all of that out. <laughs> nobody wants to hear that shit. I'm sorry, good listeners. <laughs> we've taken this down a rabbit hole that nobody wanted to go down. Well, in this episode, we've slandered uh, a, a bunch of people, and we managed ourselves included. <laughs> yes. And that sexist Ed Werder. Yes. Him. Yeah, we're going to keep him in, in the podcast. Of course, listen to the Ballscast tomorrow. And, of course, pitch invasion during the World Cup. Until then, see you next week. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. 
You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.